Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, you style partners. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. Brought to the airways under the species of Be the Star You Are charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are excited to be with you. This is the week of Christmas and Hanukkah, and everybody is getting all excited. And it's this really wonderful time, especially for children all over the world, because they kind of are living their dreams. They're finding out if they've been naughty or nice. So we have a very uh, fun, (laughs) I know, have you been naughty or nice, Heather? I think (laughs) you've been very, very nice. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, we are we're going to be talking a bit about Christmas and the holidays and we have a, a lot of different things coming up in each segment. But the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be the Star You Are Charity. And, you know, it is the end of the year, your last chance to get a tax write-off. And if you're like most people, you're going to be hit with the big Uncle Sam tax bill, you know, uh, well, coming soon and due in April. So this is the time to make a difference and to lower your tax bill. So I would really encourage you to send a check um, and get involved with BeTheStarYouAre.org. You can click on that link and you can pay with PayPal. They give 100% to Be The Star You Are. Or you can send a check to P.O. Box 376, Moraga, California, 94556. It's all tax deductible. It's a 501c3. You will get a receipt. And we really appreciate it. And it will help keep this show on the air as well as the teen show. And all the, um, all the other services that we provide for literacy. So the miracle moment, getting to that, is from Dwight D. Eisenhower. It is, one day the people of the world will want peace so much that the governments will have to get out of their way and give it to them. And for those (laughs) of you who are too young to remember, Dwight Eisenhower was a great uh, U.S. general in World War II, but moreover, he was president right before Kennedy. All right, well, we're going to get right to our holidays uh, that are coming up. Yes, yes, can you hear Woo-hoo. it? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I always have to have my holiday bells. And uh, well, there's just a few days before Christmas and Hanukkah, and I know for many, many people it's the last-minute rush 
you're going out there to buy gifts and trying to figure out what people want, etc. But we want to give you some ways to save for the holidays because, you know, we've really looked forward to this time of year. But unfortunately, this is the time of year we also tend to do some massive overspending that can create some financial issues next year. So let's not do that. So Heather, let's talk about a few ways that people can save money. What would you suggest? Yeah, so it may seem, I know you're thinking, my goodness, what are we, five days out from Christmas and Hanukkah and all that yeah. kinds of things. I'm thinking about now talking about the, the, the budgets and the spending and all that, but it's never too late to start this. And the big thing is we think about the Christmas time. We think about trimming the trees and trimming our waistlines, and we also should think about trimming our budgets. The biggest thing is starting with a plan. A lot of times we go in there and we think, you know, this happens a lot at the grocery store thing. And the the grocery store shopping, how if you don't go in with a list, you don't go in with a plan, you end up getting a basket full of all these impulsive things or these concept ideas, and then you may have forgot the milk. It was the only thing you went in to get in. Uh, went there originally. Exactly, which happens all the time. <laughs> it happened to us last night. Okay. Yeah, actually, the milk thing actually happened to us this week, speaking of. But um, that happens a lot with, uh, with gift giving and budget time. And so first off, start by making a budget. What is your realistic goal of uh, who and what you're going to be getting for? Um, think of you know, these last couple of years, and maybe it's different for some. But um, economically, it's been a tough year, and we've seen that that uh, people are purchasing less, um, but maybe that also gives you kind of a leeway into another thing of making the holidays special and saving with your budget is remember the reason for your season, whatever it may be, whether it has your religious ties to it or you just that initial connection of being with your family during this time and being with your friends. So maybe instead of giving gifts to everyone, um, maybe you do something just as a secret Santa if you have a lot of people in your family and this could extend to cousins, uh, that everyone picks out just one name and you just focus on that one person. And getting to your budget, you have a certain dollar limit and that can also be something you can discuss with your family. Um, As we start to get older, as we know, we kind of don't need a lot of things anymore or at these age, the things right, we need, right. we Experiences purchase. are so much better. Yeah, and, you know, so fam- so, um, so what it kind of comes to, you know, I think uh, with a lot of things that as we get older, we start getting more practical things, which is true. We're adults. We don't need, you know, all the toys. We think, I need socks. I need groceries. I, we need those things. Um, but those don't have to be the gift-giving things. It's, not, it's a rarity that someone's going to remember that pair of white socks or, uh, you know, the grocery bag that you got them kind of thing. Um, so kind of create memories. I know something we've started doing in our family Instead of all these gifts, and, and not to poo-poo on gifts, there's always things that are wonderful and can be meaningful, but something special is planning a trip. And whether it's that one sole person is purchasing that trip or you say with the family, let's everyone, we want to take a family trip this year, go at this X destination. If one person maybe is in charge of doing the research or that could be even something that gets a torch that gets passed off each year that someone picks the trip. And then within your family, you can create a budget that if uh, now if your children are married or if there's couples, 
you say, okay, you know, for example, this is good, trip will end up costing each family or each couple, each person of two, $500. So we want to do it at this amount of time. Give people that amount of time as well as that you can discuss, you know, future dates to make sure that things can work with people. Um, also, homemade gifts. If you have kids, I know the great thing is this really is we've kind of uh, started to see and we've been talking about this year is uh, celebrating this first kind of Christmas without my grandmother, but it was a wonderful, we had sort of a pre-Christmas celebration, um, and it was really wonderful to have all the great-grandchildren now who are... Oh, it was uh, so great because kids just add so much. Yeah, for the most part, that are still all kids, and there's just that magical of going out, of Christmas, of Santa, of just of it, the excitement of everything going on with that, and that with you know that that's really the the kind of the times that you feel really uh, as an adult or anything um, excited about getting all these little gifts and all these little trinkets. But also, this is another great time in budget wising, and also creating memories. A fun, amazing things. Sort of teach your kids to fish in a way, and I mean that in that metaphor way of teach them how to cook. Maybe this is the year you're going to make gingerbread houses. Got to create that memory, and then also treat, teach them a fun skill in that thing. Teaching them to bake cookies, teaching them to, to rake the leaves, and then you make sort of rake. Um, you can do it with garbage bags, sort of like rake snowman things. And you can have so many oh, fun, that's fun outside. You can also just play yeah, in outside. Like, that's always depending fun. Depending on your you know your climate, if you live in a snow area, maybe it's, you know, shoveling snow, but then building a snowman. Maybe it's going uh, sledding. And that's me too. The holidays can get expensive with holiday activities. There's so many fun things going on, especially with your friends, your couple, your significant other, or your family you want to participate in. But things can get expensive. I saw a sign today just in town that said, uh, uh, pictures with Santa, bring your own camera, $25, but they won't let you. And I've actually been to a place before that, you know, they won't let you stand on the side and take it with your cell phone because they want to make money on that, of course. But it can be so expensive just for those little things. So little things. But there's also lots of community things. Like this past week, uh, Be The Star Your participated in a visit with Santa. We did letters for Santa and um, and Santa was there so everybody who wrote a letter to Santa actually got to sit yeah, on his lap, get a free picture, you know, thing. so look for community activities where you can visit Santa for free. That's another yes, one. And- Speaking of community activities and speaking of budget and teaching, if this is always, you know, remembering the reason and this time, if, if you feel in your life that you have so much, think of those who don't have as much. And a great opportunity, again, of teaching with your kids or or, any, or nieces, nephew, is really giving back, is giving other, is, is that charitable thing of beyond just your wallets of uh, donating your time. You can do things such as, again, donating in your time and money would be the star you are. Or something really enjoyable, I saw that at a church did, that they had on a tree all these ornaments, and each ornament had the name of a child, age, name, and what their wish, what their Christmas wish was. And what people could do is they could pick ornaments off if you have enough to, you know, potentially buy for a whole family, you could do it. Or you can just do a couple ornaments, and then you're in charge of that. So it's sort of that fun thing, and that can become a family activity with your kids, that you could pick off ornaments, and that's something you could start your own house of, um, sort yeah, of, that's uh, adorable. I love that. a family for the holidays or just being part of these things. As a group of friends or in a big family, uh, I remember in Girl Scouts we had done that before, that we adopted a family, quote-unquote, 
and they give you a list of, you know, the, this is their ages and what these kids, you know, what they'd like. And some are really, you know, the fun little toys and some are the necessities. Um, so it just kind of shows you the, you know, the simple things people want. And, you know, I think a lot of us, as you just know, this past year, boxing up all these old toys and things, we look around and we feel like we have so much to give. So um, that's a great opportunity that you can get involved uh, within your own community and kind of give back in that way and really spread um, that Christmas cheer. And another fun activity, you can go to Christmas caroling. A lot of times within your communities, just check it out online now. That's a great thing for the Internet. You used to have to kind of wait for those uh, mail fi- uh, flyers. But you can just go online, check wherever community you live in, and for the most part, there will be events going on that are completely free or very inexpensive. And another great thing is local community holiday fairs. Not only do they uh, kind of give back to your community and they celebrate your local artists, but you really get those homemade special gifts. And that's something that's so great. If you're someone that doesn't feel that you're crafty enough or want to make it yourself, it's really cool and really fun and really special when you give someone something that has been that homey, that is that one of a kind. And it kind of now today has that poshy feel of, you know, oh, this was uh, from our local farmer's market. So there's so many inexpensive Right. <laughs> well, yeah. and I think homemade gifts are really, really special. And I really like what you said about focusing on the inexpensive, simple joys of just like doing things together, you know, like baking cookies together or just bringing holiday cheer to other people or going around caroling. That doesn't cost anything. And I know that what something that we've done for um, many years (laughs) is uh, going around bringing cookies to neighbors and caroling. And also bringing them some, you know, some hot cider. And if they want a little spike of something, having that to offer too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that I mean, was, that's you always, know, I mean, that, that is like, so it was fun to, to do. We love, you know, and people kind of thought we're crazy, but it was, it's become our little tradition when we go up there. And that's so fun and so special. And, and that, it's exactly the thing is. Uh, you know, that it creates a memory of making the, the cider and the cookies together and then out there singing and giving. And, and that's another way, too, of meeting your neighbors. And today, so many things, we know less and less of our neighbors. Um, and that's a great way, especially in the Christmas time, people are a little bit more opening to kind of open their hearts for these things. So, yeah, get out there and participate. Uh, you can start new tra- traditions, and that's the fun thing. You can find inexpensive ways of doing it. And, and I another, must say another that, thing too with <laughs> with the holidays. No, I was just going to say another thing that just makes me very happy in the holidays. You know, as you were just um, indicating, but I had to reiterate it again. And more than just baking cookies, just being in the kitchen together, just cooking together, because there's something about food, and maybe it's the Italian tradition, but there's just something about doing stuff with food that everybody is gathered around and and uh, involved that kind of bonds you so I love that I really love all that ideas and something to speaking about food and traditions and all that so if everyone's at their own house creating these little amazing traditions if you're getting together whether with your friends or your families embrace the potluck a lot of times can be really exciting to be this year I'm going to host Christmas or what 
But um, you will soon learn that hosting 30 people, uh, adult age two, that not only the food, of that, how much food, that money that is going to cost you, and the time of cooking and prepping and all of that, uh, but alcohol-wise, imagining just, uh, just thinking of maybe a bottle of a person kind of thing. So embrace the potluck of assigning things. And so that you don't get ended up with 10 uh, veggie plates and no desserts, if you're the one that is hosting the party this year, maybe you are in charge of just the main dish. You're going to cook the turkey or the ham or whatever your special holiday thing is, or maybe it's going to be your new holiday thing. Whoever you're inviting, um, assign to that paper. I know um, back when they when you used to have these that almost kind of alphabetical uh, order that you know that the friends with the A last name they'd get they'd be the dessert and these other friends they'd be bringing the salads. Um, that way you get a count of who and what is bringing and you don't need to know the secret details yet. But so that you have a nice pot like and then that's a fun thing because again as you said there's something very special um, of people bringing something and making something and I think and sharing people kind of try to go a little further all out so. Yeah, and it's the sharing part. But, you know, one thing I do want to say about any kind of potluck, and that is make sure that people who say they're going to bring something are really people who will bring what they say when they say they're going to be. For example, you don't want to assign the appetizer to someone who always comes late and shows up at dessert. That (laughs) is an excellent (laughs) tip. That doesn't work. So, Sometimes, I know for me, sometimes I would rather just tell people, you know, bring a bottle of wine or bring your favorite beverage or something like that if you think they're not going to be responsible. (laughs) So that comes into the potluck thing is make sure that, you know, the people who say they're going to do it really are the kind of people that will do it. Because there's nothing that can ruin a party more, as you said, than people, you know, too many of one thing, but also nothing of something that was expected. So. That, I think, is an important one. Yeah, and then just a couple last things just uh, with getting back into the gift-giving thing. If you find yourself at the end of the year that you have expired Groupons or are not expired, but they've, um, they've reached their things and now they just have the face value left on it, or if you have old gift cards left over, there are sites that you can um, actually sell these gift cards onto, or you can take them to the place, condense them, re-gift them into a new shiny gift card, or maybe put that use to use of purchasing a gift with those gift cards. Get those out of the way. We seem to stack these up for a long time um, and never even use them. So as we know, gift cards can be fantastic, but they can also uh, be kind of a rail because people tend to not use them. A great thing, too, right. is shopping online. Know when to shop and where to shop Set up, set up alerts on your phone. Sometimes if you go to websites and you put things into your cart, but then you leave the site and it comes, that's when you'll start getting little pop-ups, little emails, things saying, and a lot of times prices will go down because they see that you've put something in, but you haven't followed through on that, and they want your business. So that's why you'll oh, that's a get great a 10% tip. off things sent to you. Google um, online coupons, especially in the holidays that everyone's competing and if you're fortunate enough that maybe you're not, uh, you're getting together with the relatives that maybe post Christmas because of someone's working, the day after Christmas um, sales tend to be huge 
Online sales are also a big thing now of that you don't, that used to be the big rush, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. That's still a big day for shopping, but be, instead of rushing away from Thanksgiving and so you can still enjoy that with your family, that market is nearly completely moved to online too, to save with all the hustle and bustle. So just do your research and a lot of times you can find great savings that are already out there. I know I'm already seeing Christmas stuff that's on sale. So if it's uh, one of those that's things. I was going to say, if you want to buy Christmas year, ornaments or Christmas paper or Christmas anything, now you can, I mean, it's even bef- it's before Christmas and it's already at 50 or 60% off. So kind of great if you have to still do a little bit of shopping or decorating or wrapping. And then I bet you after Christmas, whatever is left probably goes down to 80% off or something. Yes. And my last yeah. kind of little thing is speaking of discount, 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 don't shy away from the dollar store. I do say enter with caution because the big thing of the dollar store, there is that mental thing that you validate in your mind. It's only a dollar and you'll end up with a lot of junk that you weren't intending to get. But the uh, dollar store is a great place to get, just as you said, wrapping paper, bags, tape, tape at the grocery store just for some clear, you know, tape that you, uh, wrapping tape can be as much as $4. Go there and you can get the exact same name brand scotch tape for $1 and oftentimes they're sent, uh, sold in a two-pack. So those little things that we don't think about at the holidays, the wrapping, the tags, the cards, um, the dollar store, 99 cents store things, those can be a great place to stack up on those little extra things that can really add up. And if you don't want to buy wrapping paper at all, you can do, as I have done for years and years, is I wrap things with newspaper because yeah. I figure it is completely recycled, right? And yes, just trying to a little the- eco-friendly too. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, I mean, it's not, you can, you know, it's not maybe as pretty as something else, but hey, it works. But there are so many good ways to save. And I think the key is what Heather started off with is, you know, uh, start with a holiday budget and keep to it because the last thing that you want to have happen to you beginning in the next year is that you get this huge credit card bill uh, that you didn't even think that you had spent that much money. And that's pretty hard when you have to be paying off Christmas still in July. So, (laughs) so, you know, keep it within budget and I think people really understand. Give things that are meaningful and and uh, something that's special from you, as opposed to worrying about, you know, giving the biggest, brightest, sparkliest, you know, the next best thing. It's not always about. It's not always about what you pay. It's really about the heart and what you mean behind it. So, do you have any last things you wanted to add to that? That was very comprehensive. Uh, my only last little takeaway trick is if you are someone who loves in the holidays those eggnog or pumpkin spice lattes, we all know they're so delicious. Uh, we will say one thing about making sure health-wise into the new year about trimming it, limiting it, but also on your budget. Something in that can add up to maybe adding a little holiday tip with it too, the almost $5 a drink. If you're treating yourself to even just three of those, which sounds just, oh, you know, out and about shopping or getting that, it's, I deserve this, 
That's $15 a week. And in soon in a month, that adds up really quickly towards things that could have been towards for gifts. So something you can get all those ingredients in bulk under $10, and you'll be able to make about 30 of those at home. <laughs> or just skip it, make some coffee at home. Or again, just keep it in mind in budget that you can wait for that, pass on it, carry your drinks with you, and you'll have extra little spending money that you can help put towards your gifts. That's a great one, and that's what I was going to say when you added, when you said carry your drinks with you. I was going to say do like Heather does, make these fancy drinks at home. You put them in, you know, these thermoses that everybody has today, and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> thing. Well, we wish you all a very, very merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, and one that's on budget, so that you really feel good about the holidays and you don't spend these holiday seasons in stress. We want you to really enjoy your family and your friends and to be grateful for all that you have as opposed to what you don't have so happy holidays from heather and i and we'll be back in a bit with more information in fact we're going to talk about having some seconds on that christmas plate i'm cynthia bryan and i'm heather Whitney. and you're listening to star style be the star you are we'll be back for seconds stay with us the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called. Well, here they come again. Sleigh bells are ringing. Woohoo! Santa's on his way. Are the kids looking into the sky? I always celebrated Christmas. I remember that was the most favorite time of year as kids. And we believed so strongly. And we would see Rudolph with his red nose, you know, skidding across the sky. We couldn't wait 
home. How fun it is this time of year. It really is a blessed season. But listen, when we are going to have our dinner, whether it is a big Hanukkah dinner or a Christmas dinner or Christmas Eve or even a New Year's Day, the upside for devouring your plate piled high with some of those those uh, holiday goodies is that most of the food is actually good for you. So I want to give you some of the hidden health benefits so that you can enjoy these wonderful meals uh, every year. Just think about it. Now, if you are having turkey at Thanksgiving, there's plenty of reason to gobble it up because we know that we're going into or we're already into the cold and flu season. And there's a lean protein with all the essential amino acids that you need to keep your immune system healthy in turkey. So as with most poultry, the skinless white meat tends to be the lowest in calories, although I don't like white meat at all. Uh, But um, if you grab a thigh because the dark meat has twice the iron of white and four times the vitamin B12, crucial for a good metabolism. So give me dark meat anytime. I will... um, I will, you know, endure the calories and I'm going to go for that actual healthy pump that um, the iron and the vitamin B12 are going to do for my metabolism. Now, cranberry sauce. Of course, you can't have turkey without cranberry sauce. And a review of more than 150 studies found that cranberries contain oodles of flavonoids and bioactive compounds. In other words, that's stuff that is seriously good for you. So the nutrient-dense berries protect you against infection, cardiovascular disease, and inflammation. And the side is typically really low in calories, too. So you know, if you give yourself kind of a big helping of cranberry sauce on your turkey, you're only looking at about 100 calories, so that's pretty good. Now, many people have green bean casseroles, and uh, those are little unassuming green beans are actually a nutritional powerhouse, and they're loaded with vitamin K for your bone health, fiber for bi- for digestion, um, they're mangan- uh, manganese for brain health and folate for energy. And even better, they, their antioxidant levels uh, increase after certain methods of cooking, which baking is probably the best. So you want to start with fresh beans, however, not the canned beans. Otherwise, you go with the canned beans and you might as well just forget about all those things that I just talked about. Now, um, something else that is really good are the sweet potatoes. Just a cup of these naturally sweet spuds that will more than fulfill your daily vitamin A, which goes beyond being crucial for healthy vision and both uh, bone growth. And there's also some uh, skin deep benefits that are interesting too. And that is vitamin A decreases premature wrinkling because it hydrates and repairs the skin. So you might want to say pass the sweet potatoes. Now, so many of these foods, of course, we ate at Thanksgiving. And in so many households, you kind of have many of them again. Now, some people I know at Christmas, they'll have a, um, have a ham or some people have prime rib. And, you know, and of course, at Hanukkah, there's uh, many, many other different dishes. But I'm just kind of going with the common ones. Now, stuffing. If you are stuffing, of course, we all know that we don't want to put the stuffing in our turkeys because that's not okay. So you don't want to, if you can, you know, don't get, don't use white bread as your, 
your ingredient for the bread. Use something, you know, some some uh, whole wheat bread or something that is good. And then here are the things that are the most important to put in your stuffing because these are going to make you healthy, healthy. Garlic. Now, garlic in anything is fantastic. You can chop it, mince it, smash it. It doesn't matter. It releases a compound that has cancer-fighting properties. Now, cooking does day Lose that a little bit, but let your prep garlic sit for 10 minutes before heating, and it counteracts that effect. So even if you want to make garlic bread, and my son came down the other night and made this incredible garlic bread, just garlic, lots of fresh garlic, parsley, and olive oil, and he poured it all over some really good sourdough. And oh my God, it was just so great. The house still smells like garlic, but I know how good it was for me too, as good as it was to eat. The same with leeks, and they're just like your onion and garlic siblings. Leeks contain prebiotics. Now, that's not to be confused with probiotics. So this is a food for friendly bacteria in your belly, and it helps you absorb calcium and keep you, you know, regular. Uh, the other good thing is celery. Now, it is um, you when you munch on celery, it can actually lower your blood pressure because of the phytochemicals, and it boosts the blood flow. So that's really good. Now, if you want to add some tart cherries, you know, it's because of the ruby color. They've been shown to uh, lower pain and even promote sleep. So they're phytonutrient, and they are tart cherries. You can use them. Fresh or dried. Now I'm going to get to kind of the fun part, the glass of red wine. It is good for you. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, and we keep reading all these things, right? Yes, it's good. No, it's not. But we go back and forth on the benefits of moderate red wine consumption, you know, whether it's one or two glasses a day. But here's the latest. The red wine has such powerful antioxidants that they do it does everything from cutting heart disease to protecting against cancer. So the Journal of Nutritional Biochemistry found that a nightly glass may even help overweight people burn fat faster. So that is pretty cool. Now, the one thing is that experts agree on is don't uh, a drink alone. There's something about drinking with friends and family during the holidays that could extend your life. Now, it might be because you're talking and you're socializing and you're engaging and you're feeling connected, but it may have to do with enhancing, you know, the fuel for positive emotions, whatever it is. Don't drink alone. Have a toast with your family. And finally, I know at the holidays there's all different kinds of pies that people like to eat. People eat pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie, mincemeat pie. But now pumpkin, one slice delivers four grams of fiber, as much as four prunes. And so it's much tastier. And the antioxidants in the pumpkin are known to boost the dull complexions and impart a sun-kissed glow without the anti-aging effects of the sun. So I am opting there for pumpkin pie. Now apple pie, of course, also has um, all of these wonderful things that apples do for us. And an apple a day, as you know, keeps the doctor away. So consider that it's okay over the holidays to have seconds. So just don't indulge too much. Now, here are some other tips to staying healthy this season. Because gearing up for holiday meals may cause you to think of your waistline. But you want to consider the nutritional values of all the foods you're going to devour with delight. So here are some other ones I want to talk about. Roasting butternut squash brings out its natural sweetness. Now, it can be paired with garlic, rosemary, cumin, coriander seeds, peppers for a daily um, 
healthy savory dish or even a sweeter rendition. You can just add nutmeg and cinnamon. So um, that is a good thing to do. And I loved adding the nutmeg. It provides benefits for your heart, eyes, and skin. And our daughter-in-law just made this wonderful salad where she pickled some red onions. She roasted a, a butternut squash with garlic and olive oil. And then she tossed the onions and that all into arugula and added some candied walnuts that she made. And that was really, really good. So again, getting back to the beans, as I was saying, they are powerhouses. They're loaded with vitamin K for the bone health, fiber for digestion, folate for energy, magnesium for the brain. So if you eat fresh green beans and never canned, um, you're going to really be fired up with antioxidants. So that is a good one. Another one to remember is to eat your uh, your potatoes cold. Like if you make mashed potatoes, potatoes, everybody thinks they're just so caloric and, you know, stay away from them. But the reality is they are really, really good for you. And they do, you know, they do add some carbohydrates that you really need. Now, when potatoes are cooked and cooled, they release something called resistant starch. And that is a fiber that actually aids in burning fat. So you may want to um, have some of that, uh, some potatoes that are cold. And that gets to leftovers because leftovers are so fantastic. And we have to think about leftovers. What can you do? with the leftovers and how are you um, how are you going to prepare them so just remember that uh, reheating your leftover mashed potatoes lowers that resistant starch level but it is really a good idea just to eat them from the fridge now a couple of mid um, month gardening uh, tips that I wanted to give you uh, before I we go to our next segment is you know uh, now because it is winter you don't have to mow your lawn weekly if you're in a snow country obviously you're not mowing it at all in warmer climates every two weeks to even a month um, with the mower at 3.5 is perfect and never mow when it's raining you will uh, rip up your lawn this is a good time to to spread seeds of a cover crop to add nitrogen and nutrients to your vegetable plot. You can also, if you're in warmer climates, such as the West Coast or um, the Southwest, buy bulbs on sale. Nurseries and garden centers are selling their bulbs from 50 to 70% off retail because it's generally accepted that the planting is over. However, I, here in California, plant my bulbs through the end of January because our Mediterranean climate seems to keep the soil a bit warmer. Now, tulips are always a special treat, although we usually only get one to two years from a bulb. Alliums are a great choice because the deer won't eat them and the blooms are terrific as cut flowers. Or for a fragrant scent, nothing beats hyacinth. However, always wear gloves when planting these bulbs as many people exhibit skin allergies to hyacinths. Um, let's see. Oh, decorating. You know, I love tropical, tropical plants in varying sizes because I just think they dazzle and sparkle. And the great thing about tropicals is how easy they are to grow and how long the blooms last. You want to read the instructions and enjoy the rainforest benefits. But some of the ones that are just fabulous and not only are they fabulous as a, a decor, but they are also cleaning your air are things like anthuriums, peace lily, 
Um, different house plants that you may not even think are cleaning the air. Ferns, tillandsia, uh, poinsettias, gingers, philodendrons, palms. They actually all uh, commune happily as indoor plants. And if you have orchids, they will bloom, especially now. Uh, Cymbidiums will be coming into bloom in the next month, and they'll bloom for three or four months. So most of them, if you keep them outside, you know, so that they can have a cooling time, uh, they need to be, get cold, and then in winter bring them in while they're blooming, you will have blooms for a very long time. Now, something I did for my decor this year is I took my end-of-season gourds and pumpkins, and I sprayed them gold, silver, and bronze, and then I added them to my pine cones and evergreen boughs, and I put them in a little kid's wheelbarrow at my front door just as a cute decoration, and it's a really great way to get three different holidays of your pumpkins and gourds. Halloween. Thanksgiving, or all of autumn, actually, and then the holidays. So from October through the end of December, I have these gourds and pumpkins, and I just have them, you know, I spray them during the Christmas holidays. Again, I want to reiterate to donate to your favorite nonprofit for the end of year tax deduction, but I'm hoping that you will consider, if you're listening to this radio show, making a donation to Be The Star You Are, which brings you this show. So go to bethestarur.org. That's bethestarur.org. If that's too much to remember, you can just do the letters B-T-S-Y-A. Dot org and click on the donate and you'll get there and then stay healthy by eating a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables in season and the, you may say what's in season well pomegranates persimmons oranges tangerines lemons winter squash kale potatoes and of course lots of different lettuces and herbs and then finally i just want to remind you to pace yourself Nature is slowly sleeping, and this gives us a chance to revitalize, refresh, restore, and renew. We have all worked hard all year long, and this is a time to give ourselves the gift of peace and pace. And I tell you, I'm doing that for myself right now, too. So I'm taking my own advice, and I'm wishing you a very happy, healthy Hallowed holiday month, patience and peace be with you. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And we will be right back. And we're going to talk about how to keep out those unwanted visitors this holiday season. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. As we end a year and go into a new year, how do you build and maintain long-term client relationships that will garner referrals? Try some of these suggestions. Honesty is the best policy. Even though people have bad news, it's best to tell the truth when any problem arises. Listen with both ears. You're going to strengthen relationships by really listening to your client. We've all said it before, but talk less, listen more. Do say you will do. In other words, show up, follow up, and follow through. Put the client you are with first. 
Make every client feel like she is the most important person in the world to you. That means paying close attention, not multitasking, when you are in a conversation. And gratitude works. Be grateful and say so. The more gratitude you show, the more you'll have to be grateful for. Analyze your client's needs. Don't sell them. Offer benefits they can use. And you'll build relationships that are enthusiastic about your services. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan from Star Style with another business bite. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or to book a consultation, call 925 377 Star. That's 925-377-7827. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be the Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be the Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376. 376 Moraga, California 94556 Be the Dare to care. You are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Okay, the play bells are still ringing. It's still December, and we're still thinking about Christmas and Hanukkah and all the fun that we're going to have. But when we're thinking about that, those things... It's also winter time, and what happens in winter? It seems that all the the vermin and the varmints and everyone is hunting for shelter. And I'm saying they're all saying, "Give me shelter! Give me shelter!" You know, I was uh, working in my orchard when I heard the screams, and I'd never in my life had seen four grown men run so quickly. And I yelled, "Are you okay? You know, what's the commotion?" And they had been working on uh, my deck. And their saws had unsettled a family of skunks. And I'm talking six skunks who had made that warm, dark environment their really cozy home. I had no idea I had skunks living under my deck. Now, if you've ever had your dog sprayed by a skunk, you're going to understand what, the, what it was like and why they were running. So with winter on the horizon, the wild things are looking for shelter. That's the rats, the skunks, the mice, the raccoons, the possums, and other uh, critters may decide that su casa is my casa. Uh, In fact, last night, it was so funny. Heather is here with me at the moment, and she, she whispered, Mom, come here, quick. And she was sitting at our back door 
with her dog looking outside and, you know, literally an inch away on the other side of the glass was this humongous raccoon just staring right in at her. So it's like the raccoons are now moving in. I had the skunks, now I have the raccoons. So, you know, even though we want to attract the birds and the pollinators to our gardens by providing food and water and habitat, we do not want to invite the vermin into our territory. Rodents can carry several diseases harmful to humans, including uh, salmonellosis, leptospirosis, uh, hantavirus, and uh, arenavirus. Now, they are also known to have rabies. Uh, I mean, I, well, not all of them. Really, it's just the skunks that can be carriers of rabies. So you don't have to worry about the raccoons. You do have to worry about coyotes. If you have those around, they get rabies as well. We've had a rabid one around here. But just so you know, there are other things that, you know, these wild animals carry. So for prevention and control, I contacted um, the vector control inspector at our county uh, district. And after a few hours of discussions and inspections, I came away with some effective methods of management and control. And I just want to share these with you because I really think that it's very important for the winter. Now, first of all, when it comes to some garden stuff, a few of the plants that are considered rat, conto, rat condos that you may want to eliminate or at least, you know, pare down would be ivy, bamboo, blackberries, juniper, honeysuckle, pampas grass, yucca, and star jasmine. You want to trim the shrubbery and trees like palm tree fronds. Otherwise, the rats use them to nest in them. Now, the same thing with palms, I must say. The bats also use them, and bats are really good rat exterminators. So you have to decide, you know, that's sort of interesting there. You want to prune any climbing vegetation that's on your house because you don't want to get roof rats. You, if possible, store your wood and lumber um, a foot away from structures or at least 18 inches above the ground. And then install rodent barriers as a prevention to climbing. You want to eliminate all food and water sources that would attract any rodents. So if you have a garden or an orchard, as I do, you want to harvest your fruit and vegetables as they ripen. You want to pick up any fruit or nuts that fall to the ground. If you have pets, fill the pet bowls only with enough food that can become quickly consumed. And you want to rid your garden of escargot, which are snails. That's a favorite meal for all of these vermin. Keep bird seed and pet food in metal containers. If there's leaky faucets, repair them. Otherwise, that's a drinking, you know, that's a place that they can get their their water from. And also empty any containers of standing water, which if it's raining in your area, there's probably lots of water out there. And secure garbage cans. Unfortunately, rats will gnaw through any plastic bins. And of course, raccoons know how to open lids. Now, how do you rodent-proof your house? You want to check for openings larger than a quarter inch in all the vent screens and foundation cracks. Patch the holes with quarter-inch galvanized hard wire cloth. Use sheet metal collars around pipe entrances or wooden walls and use that cement patch around pipes and brick, stucco, or stone. Seal all gaps around any electrical conduit. It's interesting, especially when we're talking about rats and mice, how they can scrunch their bodies up to like the size of a dime. So anything that's really tiny, you think, oh gosh, only my, my little pinky can get there. Well, they can get there too. So um, where the wild things are, 
the what a varmint is, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary considers varmint to be any animal that's considered problematic, and that can include rats, mice, skunks, raccoons, prairie dogs, etc. Now, with skunks, besides doing everything that I just told you to keep them out of your home, if skunks are visiting your property, you can buy skunk traps, which are specially made so that once a skunk has entered, it can't spray. If you have a vector control in your area, they usually come and euthanize the skunk. Now, once skunks have been to your property, they may return. You can also just scatter mothballs in the area and add a radio playing music to deter them because skunks are actually very good um, and docile creatures and they love to eat. They love to eat snails, you know, and they eat a lot of different insects that could harm your gardens. So as long as they're not rabid, uh, which skunks can become rabid, skunks, rats, um, uh, and coyotes, as I said earlier, uh, you know, you don't want to euthanize them or kill them if they're just like passing through. Now, rats and mice, I don't like at all. So, but don't use those old-fashioned wooden snap traps. They're very dangerous to humans and small pets. Available at hardware stores, there are these power spring traps or these easy quick set traps that they work uh, best. And a great way to assure that only the rodents get trapped is to set a trap with a dab of peanut butter and place it under a large plastic container, cut a small hole in it, and uh, use a, a recycled flower pot if you want, but place something really heavy over it so that it doesn't, whoever gets uh, trapped in it, you know, doesn't like knock it over and run away. And then as far as raccoons, you should add netting to your ponds where raccoons will fish. And then, of course, don't leave any food out anywhere. Um, when it comes to cleaning up any messes, always wear gloves, masks, goggles, spray the area with Lysol or a disinfectant made with a strong solution of bleach. And then wipe the area up with paper towels or rags. Do not vacuum and do not sweep because you don't want the particles to go into the air. And that's something that people don't think about. Put them in a plastic bag, seal it, put it in another plastic bag, seal it, and then put it in the outside garbage can. Wash your gloved hands, remove the gloves and the mask, put them in a plastic bag and seal it, put them in the outside garbage can. Wash your ungloved hands and your goggles with soap and water. And again, don't vacuum, sweep, or blow. That's bad. And if you need help, if you have vector control in your pro- in your area, make sure to call them. Um, there is nothing beautiful about pests finding shelter in our homes and gardens, but it doesn't have to uh, end, you know, in a very sad, sad way. So in any case, uh, just do what I had recommended. I think you'll be very, very happy. Well, I want to wish all of you a really wonderful, happy, healthy, holy holiday season. I hope that the next year will bring you great joy, prosperity, and lots of health. For many, 2016 has been a very tough year. I know for me, having several people die in my family and having to undergo surgeries, et cetera. It's been a very hard year for many people. So again, um, make it the best that you possibly can. And I, I want to thank you for tuning in here to Heather and I every Wednesday as we attempt to empower, encourage, inspire, motivate, instruct and hopefully make you laugh a little and give you some food for thought. Cause we really do believe that, you can change your life 
can make your dreams come true. And just always remember to be positive and optimistic because especially if you are going through hard times, it's like Churchill said, when you're going through hell, keep on going. And the more positive you are, the faster you will heal and the better things will be for you. Make a donation to Be The Star You Are. Go to bethestarur.org and visit my website if you want a consultation or a coaching cynthiabryan.com or to book me for a speaking engagement so until next week when we will celebrate once again remember love always wins kindness always prevails and smiles will keep us happy my name is cynthia bryan for star style productions thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are may this be the best christmas hanukkah and holiday ever dream create inspire And always make a difference. Keep your chin up and make this a wonderful week. We'll celebrate next week. Thanks for joining me. I'm Cynthia Bryan. Remember, be the star you are. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.